Welcome to the How to Anything podcast. My name is Nick Billock, and this podcast is all about translating my 50 or so years on this planet into stories of how to do so many things that sometimes have everything to do with each other and other times nothing at all. My goal in each episode is to tell you the how behind something sprinkled in with life experiences that have literally taken me around the globe. Thanks for tuning in. So let's get on with this episode. Hello and welcome to episode 31 of the How To Anything podcast. My name is Nick and this week we're going to talk about how to try new things. And this is a big shout out to my good friend from many, many years ago when we used to live in Virginia Beach in my active duty Navy days, uh, Chuck Bryan, just as he was listening to the episode 28, I believe, where I said, hey, I'm not going to podcast anymore. He shot me a message and he was about to give me an idea. So this is for you, Chuck, how to try new things. And this is extremely general. So often in these podcasts, I want to talk about my story a little bit and how I approached new things and maybe things that worked out, maybe some things that didn't work out. But you see, especially through social media, so many things that are happening, people, things that people are doing, and sometimes it just piques your curiosity. I remember specifically about like CrossFit and fitness many years ago, I saw people posting about it and that definitely didn't inspire me to want to do it. It inspired me to kind of hate on it and I wanted nothing to do with it. But then there was just this one day where a friend invited us and we said, yes. So we gave it a shot. We just dipped our toe into the water to try it out. And then as they say, the rest is history. So let's just talk about how to approach new things and i will step it way back about you know different things that we have tried or i personally have tried over the years and how i've kind of dipped my toe into it learned about it and hey often it's time to pull back and and maybe put that on the shelf and not do it again or come back to it later but i think one of the first things is to ask yourself when you see something that piques your curiosity about, I might want to try to do that, or might be an activity. It might be something to do on the side. It could be something as simple as cross-stitching or, you know, something in the crafts. Uh, I know my youngest daughter, you know, when it comes to thread and she, she creates blankets. I don't know how she does it. It just comes out of her brain. She doesn't have this big schematic or anything else. She watches a YouTube video and then she creates this massive creation that is legitimately awesome. Some people have those skills. I see that and it makes my head hurt to even try to imagine doing it. So not everything is for everybody. We're all wired a little bit differently. So when we talk about trying new things, uh, I'll go back to even I'll go way back into the 90s, and I was in the Navy. I was in my early 20s. You know, I'm 50 years old now, so early 20s, and I wasn't a marathoner. I wasn't a distance runner. I wasn't a runner at all. Growing up in high school, I did zero sports except for one season of track, and that was the extent of it. I joined the Navy, and unless you join the military doing something quite physical, just being in the military doesn't mean that you are going to be 
this physical specimen of strength or anything like that. Some people have that perception. I've run across that many times, but unless you're in a job that calls you to be that way, you really aren't. And I wasn't, I was in the engineering program on ships in in the belly of ships. I needed to pass a PT test twice a year. That was it. That was the extent of the physical demand on me, but it wasn't until I don't know where it started. I don't know why I showed up to a local running club or to a group run, but that was trying something new. And it all started out with just running a 5k 3.1 miles. Then I started surrounding myself with people, this, this running group who were say training for the marathon. And back then it was a shamrock marathon in Virginia beach. And I started doing my research and probably before internet so much back then, but usually it's runner's world magazine. And it always starts there with me is whatever it happens to be. I'll start doing research. So you take running, for example, you have to learn, you know, there's, there's training programs today. There's endless supply of information online, YouTube articles. You, you just Google it and it's overwhelming, but like that, the basics about training programs, what am I going to wear on my feet? I need a pair of shoes. What about apparel? And I can tell you like back then I didn't do all the greatest research because I think about the photos of me at my first marathon in October of 1997. It was in Steamtown. It was a Steamtown marathon in Scranton, PA. Yes, the home of the office. And there's a thing when you run long distance, especially for the guys. And if you don't put proper lubricant on your chest, you'll see these two red stripes coming down the front of your shirt, most likely. And that was me. So I was bleeding. And today I would never make that same mistake again. I'll take the precautions, but there's so many products out there to prevent, um, that bleeding and chafing from happening. But back then it was kind of information was limited when it comes to that kind of detail. It was kind of trial and error. So you do a little bit of research and then, you know, training my, for my first marathon, it was training plans and working up to it, surrounding myself with people who have been there, done that and kind of, it, it becomes contagious. So you do your research and then you just start tiptoeing your way into it. Or take, for example, podcasting. You know, I wanted to start one and I thought, why not see what's out there? And what I found was there's many paid platforms. There's some free ones, there's good and bad. And for example, this one here, unless I want to record it on a device and then upload it and everything else. If I want to record it straight to Spotify, then I need to keep it under 30 minutes. So you'll notice every single podcast is 30 minutes or less. So I like that as a control for when I'm doing this. So I did the research. I determined I want to have a quality um, sound. So I purchased a microphone and I use my, my MacBook and that's it. I don't pay for a service or anything else. And I just started it. I asked for feedback. And by the way, five stars feedback so far. I've, I think eight or nine reviews, which is not a lot, but five stars so far. So, hey, when you're done with this, if you don't mind, leave me a review when you're done. It doesn't have to have words with it. You can just do the rating. Or if you want to leave a review, 
that would be awesome. But for podcasting, that's, that's what I did. Um, go back to budgeting and money. We, I can take you back to about 2010. You would think with a graduate education in, in business and finance and working in the financial services industry that I would have a clue about my own finances and my own budgeting. The truth is I didn't. And it was about reading a book. It was about opening up an Excel spreadsheet. It was doing the hard work in the beginning and laying out all the, the numbers and what are all the bills and when do they happen? Is it monthly, quarterly, semi-annually? How much money is coming in? How much money is going out? And laying all that out there. There's a lot of initial, I guess, pain and work on the front end of starting something new like that. But it's a matter of asking yourself, why do I want to do this? And I can go back to running my first 5K and my first marathon. You know, why did I want to do that? Or I can even go with the finance piece. Why would I want to do something like that? Well, I can tell you now when it comes to that, it was stress on the marriage and always having that thing there and having it control us versus us controlling it and telling every dollar where to go versus money just disappearing all the time. It happens. So um, what about other things that we might, we might want to try? Um, I've you know thought about, do I start maybe different projects at home and do I get more into creating and woodwork and the equipment that comes along with that? You know, my father is somebody who is extremely skilled. I would call him a jack of all trades, whether it's plumbing or carpentry or whatever. Uh, there has been some times where I have pulled up YouTube, which is an endless supply of how-to videos. And I've done a few things, but then I've backpedaled and, and have said, I guess there are some things that I am willing to pay for. And then there's some things that I can do on my own. So if I'm going to replace windows in my house, for example, I am going to pay more and have a professional do that. Could I figure out how to replace some windows in my house? Yes, I could. But then I have to ask myself, do I really want to spend that kind of time and possibly mess things up and affect my home that way? So every time you go to approach something new, so we're talking about how to try new things, you have to ask yourself the why. And from a financial standpoint, from a time standpoint, is that something that you want to do? Um, let's talk about nutrition. That's another one that I've tried. Early 2018, it was January 1st of 2018, after seeing Margie completely crush it in the first three months of 2017, she weighed and measured her food and did all the measurements daily, weighing herself know, controlled everything that she ate and went in her mouth and just had amazing, amazing results. I thought, why, if she can do it, well, why can't I try it? So I did it as well, but I had to have a, a really strong why with that because when you're in a routine, especially food and food is such an emotional thing, especially for me, I definitely uh, emotionally or I'm definitely affected emotionally when it comes to eating and I would say beverages and things like that. It definitely in influences me 
and probably not a good way. So if I'm going to go down a path of, you know, strict commitment, it is going to get real, really fast. So if I don't have that reason before I dip my toe into that and to try something new when it comes to greatly controlling what I eat, what I put in my mouth, if I don't know what the end goal is supposed to be, if I don't have a reason, then that's going to be very difficult. But for, for something like that, there's just so much research you can do about, you know, macros and weighing your food. And there's so many different things out there. Do your research, see what, see what you find, see if you want to give it a shot. There's a program called 75 hard. And I think it's, there's one actually called 75 soft even didn't know about that one until a few days ago where it's pretty strict. It's 75 days of, you know, a certain amount of reading you do every day, things you strictly do not put in your body and consume. Um, amount of walking, uh, fitness, there's multiple things and people have had dramatic effects, you know, on their, their mental, uh, fortitude, their mental clarity, their physical self, the aesthetics of their human body, uh, through something like that. But again, 75 hard is not easy. <laughs> it is a really difficult program. And even Chuck who recommended, uh, this, the subject has done it. And people see dramatic results. Now, do they continue doing it past 75 days? A lot of people don't. Some people do maybe some version of it, but you do your research and determine, can I, is it, is it literally possible to do this thing that I want to try? And then you go forward. Let's talk about maybe a career change. I'll take you back a little bit here. It was 2021 early 2021, if I remember correctly, I was really trying to plan my transition out of working for the government. And I'd watched a friend working in the real estate industry and something so big as a career change. It's not just trying to learn a new hobby, which you could do the same thing. You could talk to other people who are doing what you want to do and kind of talk to them about it and the time it consumes, money, financial resources, things like that. But when it comes to this, such a major thing, I wanted to sit down with somebody who's been there, done that for many, many years, talk about the positives and the negatives and maybe the landmines to be aware of before I step into that world. And so I did that, met the local coffee shop, and we talked through everything. And there wasn't a single thing that was a flare that went up into the sky. There wasn't anything that warned me, stay away from this. Everything seemed to be laid out. Now, there are some things that if someone sat down with me today that I would bring up. One thing that I did not see coming and is now probably one of the number one stressors in my life is how to take care of taxes when it comes to being completely self-employed. So, as a 1099 person, totally self-employed. So when I sell real estate, help I help somebody purchase their home or I represent a seller and there's commission involved, that money is paid straight to me. No taxes are with, withheld. That means no social security, nothing to the state of Ohio, no federal income taxes, nothing. I have to be proactive with that. And Put some money aside, but how to actually structure that, especially as our girls are becoming a, of an age where we can't really claim them 
going forward on taxes and the lack of things to deduct, it's become quite tricky. And I am meeting with someone next week, but doing your research, moving into real estate, I was just talking to my colleague last week about nothing is ever mentioned when it comes to managing your business on the tax side from all the educational classes I had to take, the state and federal exams, the two different brokerages I've been a part of, at no point have they ever talked about this. And it was a question that I didn't really know to ask. And actually that first person that I sat down with, I did ask her later on, like, what do you do about taxes? And her answer was, well, I don't, I just don't worry about it because there was a pile of money over to the side of their, of their financial situation, didn't have to worry about it. They just wrote the checks. It's not that way over here. So it is something that I've got to get my hands wrapped around and get it, you know, tightened up because it is an area that I guess I failed at as far as trying the, trying that new thing of real estate. And now I'm trying to fix it and get it under control and learn on the back end and hopefully help people in the future if they come and talk to me because that was definitely something that I failed at and something that everyone I've you know touched when it comes to the brokerages working for not never even brought up and it's a major major thing because if you don't plan for that Uncle Sam and the IRS is definitely definitely going to come knocking so um so yeah that's I asked a lot of questions and then even in that same vein there was a point in the fall of 2022, so we're not even a year removed from this, I was looking at making a change from one brokerage to another. So same thing. I met with as many people as I could. I did all the research. I tried to find all the negatives and the positives about where I wanted to move to as far as a brokerage. And I tried to, tried to poke holes in it. And along with it, I was praying about it. Like, is this a move I should make? And all arrows were pointing one direction. I really tried to debunk, you know, some of the things I had heard and tried to find a reason not to make the change. And I just didn't. So I made that change. So that's professional. Um, I've talked about fitness and, tr you know, trying new things. Um, what about, we'll talk about kayaks. Why not? Something extracurricular you want to try. It's going to take a little bit of investment of money. So I can tell you that we have a rack on the wall in our garage that holds kayaks. And I will tell you that those racks are empty. So a couple of years back, we did the research about what kayaks to get because we really wanted to do it, do this as a family, do this as a couple and go out to local lakes and rivers and get out there. You know, so we... Like I, I love the research. So got the, the racks for the roof, found the kayaks, got a deal on them at REI, got them, went out a couple times. I don't think it would be a stretch to tell you that full circle. I don't know if we took them out to the water 10 times ever in the whole time. So we got them before I was deployed in 2020, but did all the research from life vests to paddles to which kayaks to what length to sit on top, sit inside, storage compartments, cost, warranties, um, how, you know, what, what, 
rooftop carriers hold them. You know, trying something new. We thought this was going to be something we should do. And looking back, I sold the kayaks, not for what I paid for them. Did we lose money? Absolutely. Do I regret it? Not necessarily, because I would have probably always been thinking about doing it. And now we have. And what we found was that much more life got in the way, or was it more of a priority than doing that? So tried something new, didn't work out so great. And, and we moved on. Um, what about how to try something new? How about I, maybe, maybe you're thinking about, maybe I should look at electric vehicles. Hmm? Well, back on episode 11, I talked about how to Tesla and how to go about that, understand that whole world. Well, if you want to learn about that, start asking questions. Ask me, hit me up, call me, send me an email, shoot me a text. I will talk your ear off when it comes to electric vehicles. I got my ear to the grindstone on that one and I am paying close attention and I could easily bring you up to speed and tell you about all the fake news that's out there when it comes to electric vehicles and what's truth and what's not. And there is, it isn't all positive, but there's a whole lot more positive than there is negative. So if you want to try something like that, ask questions. You can Google a lot, but talk to people who are actually doing it. All right. What about golfing? Back in episode 26, I talked to Reese and interviewed him. He's my youngest daughter's fiance. He's a college golfer. Shout out to Reese. He just shot his lowest um, collegiate score yesterday. And if you didn't know anything about golf, a lower score is a better score. So congrats to Reese for doing that. But I actually wanted to know, and I, and I talked to him and it, doing that podcast, I learned a lot. Like what are the bare minimums? If I just want to try out golf, because you can spend literally thousands of dollars in golf clubs and bags and shoes and clothes and everything else, but what's a very bare minimum to do? There's apps to analyze your swing. Uh, there's all kinds of things that are out there. So if I want to try something new, like a sport, do the research, talk to somebody who does it. How much time does it consume? Why do they do it? Why are they passionate about that? I used to run 200 miles a month. That was before I went to my first CrossFit class. That's a lot of time, a lot of beating on my body, a lot of time away from my, my family to put in 200 miles per month. Why do I do it? If someone wanted to get into distance running and the marathon and the ultra marathon, they should have found someone like me and said, why do you do it? I have helped countless people when it comes to sh what shoes to buy, the types, how to prevent chafing and preparing and fueling for a, an ultra marathon or an event like that. What about how to hike the Appalachian trail from Georgia to Maine? over 2000 miles, the longest continuous foot trail on planet earth. We have watched so many videos. We have done a lot of research. We have a lot of the gear. We do plan to through hike it from Georgia to, to Maine without stopping sometime in the future. We used to say 2025. We don't really know right now, 
So I don't want to say it's tabled. It's still very much a goal, but the when of that, when that's going to happen, we're not sure yet, but we have done a lot of research research. We continue to do that as new things come around, new ideas, um, new pieces of technology like apps, uh, just things like that. We pay close attention. So how do you do it? You just dig in, you dig in, you try to talk to somebody who's done it. We haven't actually talked to somebody who has through hiked the Appalachian trail, but we have certainly watched the entire journey through a vlog, which that's one thing I want to do is, is vlog and trying something new vlog a through hike. Okay. I've done the research there. I've actually got the, the app I want to use. I have a lifetime subscription to it and I I'm all set for that. So do the research, do the research, do the research, talk to people, see what you're, what they're passionate about. When you talk to people about things that you may want to do, their passion might match your passion for what you're thinking about. It just might. Um, you don't know till you ask. Um, how to coffee. I talked to my daughter on episode 10 about everything about coffee, her favorite coffee shops. And if you like coffee, if that whole world kind of intrigues you and you want more than just that pressurized Keurig or that Folgers, but you actually want to get into the origin of the coffee bean and the cherry, where they come from, the proper temperature and pressure to brew coffee, things that you shouldn't do, things that you should do from very cheap to machinery that is just a ton of money. There is a whole world out there with that, a whole world. So whatever it is, I, I, and I've touched a lot of things here, whatever that thing is that you're thinking about how to try, do some research, talk to somebody, talk to me, talk to a person who is doing it, whatever it happens to be. It could be even quote your Instagram friend, which Margie would say that's somebody who she follows. They've never met, but you reach out to somebody. If someone were to reach out to me and they were really wanting to buy a Tesla or they wanted to get into CrossFit and they didn't know where to start, or they were thinking about joining the military. You know, I've been in the Navy since 1991, except for six years. So I've devoted a lot of my life to the military. I would, I would love to talk to them about that or my faith. They're kicking the tires. They don't know what it is about it, but something about their faith journey, they want to talk to somebody about it and they see me living out life. So they reach out to me, talk to somebody. And then once you try it, take baby steps, don't go all in, just take some baby steps, try it out. Like rucking. I always tell people just grab a backpack in the house and throw some weight in the back of it. You don't need to go spend a couple hundred dollars on a ruck. Just grab some cheap backpack that's tucked away somewhere and throw weight in it and go walk a couple miles. That's rucking. Try it out first before you devote money and more time to it. And then be real with yourself. Don't do it just to do it. And also if you can find people to take you along on the ride with you, it just makes it more fun. Find community within what you are trying. It might be a solo endeavor, but it might be something where there's community out there to get together. So that's it. I hope that this maybe has stoked the fire in you to maybe try something new and it could be anything at all. And if it is, 
do your research, talk to people, see what you can find out. And until next time, reach me anytime at nickbillockrealtor at gmail.com. Instagram, garagebox.nick. But until next time, have a great one. We'll talk to you later. Thank you for joining me on today's How To Anything podcast. Please feel free to share it with friends and family. And I hope you'll join me next time. Be sure to subscribe so you won't miss out. You can find me on Instagram at garageboxnick or via email at nickbillockrealtor at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and don't forget to make today great.